Hello there, and welcome to the next episode of How Good It Is, a weekly podcast that takes a look at popular songs of the past and dives into their history, their meaning, or any other things that might be of interest surrounding those songs. My name is Claude Call, and now you know everything. If you want to get in touch with me, probably the best way is to find me on Twitter, at HowGoodItIsPod, or you can leave a comment on the website, HowGoodItIs.com where you can find some additional trivia, some follow-ups, and other stuff that I find interesting. And don't forget to check out and follow the show's Facebook page, which is where the action is. It's over at facebook.com slash howgooditispod. The Coasters were a rhythm and blues group who had a string of hits in the late 1950s up until about 1961. Now, while they didn't have a doo-wop style specifically, they were imitated enough times by doo-wop groups that they're considered an important part of the legacy of that sound. And it paid off when they became the first group to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Coasters were originally a group called The Robins. Many of the songs performed by The Robins were composed by the songwriting team of Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller. And most people know Lieber and Stoller as the composers of Hound Dog and Jailhouse Rock, which are two of Elvis Presley's biggest hits. In 1955, Lieber and Stoller produced the song Smokey Joe's Cafe for that group, which became popular enough for Atlantic Records to offer them a contract. However, not all of the Robins wanted to make the move, and in fact only two of them did. Those two were Carl Gardner and Bobby Nunn. In 1957, the group moved to New York City, where they continued their relationship with Lieber and Stoller. But by that time, Nunn had been replaced, and Gardner was the only uh, member of the original Robins to continue in the new group, which by now had been dubbed the Coasters. And while a bunch of their singles did reach the pop charts, it was clear that the most successful songs of theirs were the ones that were a little bit goofy or told a funny story. So while Youngblood was a modest hit at number 8 on the U.S. pop charts, Searchin', which was the other side of the record, was a much bigger hit both in the United States and internationally. It topped out at number 3 on the U.S. pop chart in addition to hitting the number 1 spot on the R&B chart. Likewise, the next three singles didn't chart at all, and then along came Yakety Yak in the summer of 1958. Yakety Yak was their biggest hit in the sense that it was the only one to reach the top spot on the U.S. pop chart. The saxophone solo that appears in the bridge was played by King Curtis, and it's pretty clear that Boots Randolph used it as the basis for his 1963 instrumental, Yakety Sax, which is what you're listening to now. See, I didn't make a mistake. Now, according to interviews with Lieber and Stoller, the humorous songs were harder to record and usually wound up requiring more takes to get it right in order to let the humor through. Lieber and Stoller considered the song to be a playlet, a kind of glimpse into teenage life where a parent is running through a list of chores to their teenage kid, and then you have the teen's response of yakety yak and the parent's reply of don't talk back. In fact, more than once I heard a DJ introduce this song with the phrase, hey kids, does this sound familiar? Take out the papers and the trash! Jerry Lieber once said that this song practically wrote itself when Mike Stoller was fooling around on the piano and Lieber hollered at him from the kitchen that opening line, take out the papers and the trash. 
The thing that amuses me, though, is that you have a song that was written by a couple of Jewish men and sung by a black vocal group, which is clearly mocking the mores of white adults at the time, including authority figures and working hard with the ever-present threat of punishment through being socially separated from your friends. For 1958, it's a very subversive message delivered through the medium of popular music. But given that fact, it's interesting to hear the remix cover of the song by Two Live Crew, which was made in 1988 for the movie Twins, where some of that rebellion isn't necessarily considered so kosher. When you're told to do something by your mom and dad, don't frown your face or get mad because as long as you're living under their roof, you better mind your mouth or get dad's boot. It's a simple thing that they ask of you, like mow the lawn and take the trash out too, but it always never seems to get done, so take out the papers in the trash. Are you don't get no finish Okay, let's move on to another one of their songs. Now, as easy as Yakety Yak was to write, well, that's how tough it was for Lieber and Stoller to come up with Charlie Brown. They'd been going through a little bit of a dry spell creatively, which was frustrating because they figured after Yakety Yak was such a hit, writing something else for the Coasters was going to be a piece of cake. Lieber said later on, boy was I wrong. Mike had lots of musical ideas, but I was stuck. And then after nearly a week of agonizing, the name Charlie Brown came to mind, and then the line, he's a clown, that Charlie Brown. Well, Mike Stoller had a melody workout, but there were no words to put to it. And with those two elements, they managed to put a story together. And before long, they had not just a song, but a character played by their bass man, Dub Jones. King Curtis once again provided the tenor sax in the bridge and at the end of the song... And for that chipmunk-like Yeah You, the group recorded that part at half speed, then they played the tape back at normal speed. Now most people think that the song is a reference to the Peanuts character of the same name, especially given Dub Jones' line about being picked on, but by all accounts there's no real connection between the two. While Peanuts the comic strip had been around for a few years, it really had yet to reach the peak popularity that it would enjoy in later years. And while the song has been covered, oh, about 80 times, one of the more interesting covers has to be the ska-punk version by the band Voodoo Glow Skulls. And I think you need to check out an episode of the late 1970s TV show, The White Shadow, to get some real fun. I'll leave that one to you, but if you do a YouTube search for White Shadow 15, you'll catch a fun little rendition. The Coaster's second-to-last hit is a little bit different from other Lieber and Stoller compositions in that it actually has an introduction. Look back, Hound Dog, Smokey Joe's Cafe, Searchin', Yakety Yak, Charlie Brown, all of these open up with the group singing rather than an instrumental introduction. But along came Jones needed to establish a time and place, or what you thought the time and place was, before you were told that the narrator is just watching TV. I plopped down in my easy chair and turned on Channel 2 if you don't give me the tea to your ranch, I'll saw you all in half. 
And then he grabbed her. And, and then, then he tied her up. And then he turned on the bus. So and then and then and then a long day dawn. Now the song is a send-up of the old Western melodramas, especially the old silent ones involving mustachioed villains and damsels in various forms of distress. And, of course, a white-hatted hero riding a white horse. Now, while the song doesn't mention the hat or the horse, the original lyrics did until Atlantic's executive producer, Jerry Wexo, told him to cut it out. Once again, Lieber and Stoller and the Coasters were doing a send-up of a primarily Caucasian genre. But this time, I guess they made it a little bit too obvious. Westerns were also probably the most popular genre for television shows around that time, so for a little while it was tough to turn on your TV and not see a Western going on, especially on The Late Show, which was usually devoted to old movies. And while Charlie Brown didn't have anything to do with the comic strip, Lieber and Stoller acknowledged that they were inspired by a 1945 Gary Cooper movie with the same title, Along Came Jones. If you haven't seen it, look for it on TCM or you can rent it to stream on Amazon. It's a fun comedy where Gary Cooper actually mocks his own screen style. The song has been covered a few times, and most of them are kind of fun, although in 1967 it was covered by the Righteous Brothers, and it's not really their genre, but I kind of like what they did in the first verse, with Bill Medley sort of losing patience. And in the mid-1970s, former Monkees Mickey Dolenz and Davy Jones teamed up with writers Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart to form a group cleverly called Dolenz, Jones, Boyce, and Hart. And one of the things they did was a cover of Along Came Jones. It's not a great track, frankly, but I do kind of like Davy Jones' odd comments in between and the callback to King Curtis's sax by playing echoes of Yakety Sax in the bridge. That's not cricket, old chap. And then Along Came Jones But for me, the most fun version of this song is the one recorded by Ray Stevens in 1969. His Sweet Sue falsettos, the audience sound effects, the use of more horns than just the saxophone, and Stevens actually taking the time to laugh at the bit in the spots where the singer usually does that throat-clearing bit <laughs> before the chorus. It's just so silly that you have to like it. Give me the DDO ranch, I'll throw you on the railroad tracks. And then he grabbed it. Okay, you don't have to like it, but still.
that's it for this edition of How Good It Is. Look, if you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at howgoodpodcast at gmail.com or you can follow me on Twitter at howgooditispod. Or you can also check out and follow the show's Facebook page at facebook.com slash howgooditispod or you can check out the show's website, howgooditis.com, where I throw in a few extra bits for you. Next time around, I don't know. I've got a couple of ideas in mind brewing, and uh, I haven't really decided on one yet. But you know how good it's going to be. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you then. <laughs>